And then while I was in the infirmary, a woman disguised as a nurse attacked me, James was saying. Apparently that is this Lezebel woman. The sun was staring at the tips of the mountains with longing as a working man would stare at his bed. It cast elongated shadows of the twins as they walked home. The weather was warm for February, and Amy had her pink jacket wrapped around her waist. She was wearing a plain white shirt and torn jeans that exposed bits of her thighs. Her shoes tapped loudly against the sidewalk with a tentative rhythm, as though they were scared of being too loud. So let me get this straight. These girls and some creepy old man named Samuel kidnapped you and hurt you, but you trust them? I trust Era, James said. Ensley seems to be too loyal to Master Samuel, and I don't know how to feel about Evie. So who named these girls and liked the letter E? James chuckled, and they continued walking in silence. You guys are slow walkers. Someone nagged from behind the twins. James turned around to see who spoke, expecting to see just another student that was walking home. Whoever they were, they were silhouetted against the sun. But it almost looked like... Liz? What are you looking at, imbecile? Air's voice jested. Behind her was Evie. James winced and stopped walking. His pulse quickened, sending blood to his hands. He waited for Air to get close and grabbed her shoulder. Why do you do that? James whispered fiercely, squeezing her shoulder. Ow! James, my arm! Whoa, James, calm down! Amy put her arm around James' shoulders. Do what? Era asked, looking legitimately confused. James hesitated and glanced at Amy. We will talk later, James said through gritted teeth and snatched his arm from her shoulder. Then, he wiggled out from under Amy's arm. Let's get to the park, Amy recommended, glaring at Era. The group began walking again, and Era caught up with James. What happened? She queried with a worried tone. James turned his gaze towards his sister. Evie smiled and said something to Amy, who laughed. Nothing. I'm delirious, he said. Well, while you two were taking your sweet time, we had several security servants come in and cloak the park and us. We were just waiting on you. James didn't respond, and the group continued to the park in silence. Amy and Evie, the whole time, quietly conversed and laughed together. When they arrived, Ensley was waiting for them. Her arms were crossed and her feet planted shoulder-width apart. She looked imposing and immovable. I have news, she announced. Good or bad? James asked, throwing his backpack onto the grass. Well... Ensley hesitated, her imposing mask breaking. A bit of both. We might have a lead on Elizabeth. I'm guessing that's the good news. What's the catch? Well, there are two problems. Evie said. James looked over to see that she was hovering several meters above the ground, holding Amy by the arms. Her wings beat at the air quickly like a small bird, and each beat hit Amy from James for a second. Amy, however, wore a look of surprise and was giggling like a toddler. Their fun was interrupted when Eric grabbed Evie's leg and threw her to the ground. When the dust cleared, James could see Amy and Evie lay in a heap and couldn't help but chuckle slightly. Amy and Evie were laughing too. Ow! <laughs> what are you so miffed about? No one can see us. Evie said between bouts of laughter. Eric spoke up, ignoring Evie. Elizabeth is in a very well-protected area. She said, We have evidence that Elizabeth can track you and us three, and- She paused, as if she realized what she was about to say. What? James asked suspiciously. We can't find her heartbeat. She finished soothingly, like she was trying to calm a startled lion. Can't find- A stone fist gripped James's lungs. The horrible feeling in his stomach, which had all but disappeared, was back. He took a deep breath, but nothing came in. The fist was blocking the entrance to any oxygen. The ground beneath him seemed to rock, as if it were the deck of a ship in a stormy ocean. He slowly and silently watched as his face became closer and closer to the grass beneath him. 
Just before he made contact with the lush ground, he was caught in someone's arms. Amy had run to his side and caught him before he hit the ground. She slowly turned him face up and lowered his body to the floor. James lifted a hand and set it on his temple. He broke into a sweat as he put together what he just heard. Liz, his best friend for most of his life. Liz, his girlfriend and the closest person to him. Liz, his calm anchor to hold on to when nothing in the world made sense. Liz, who was always as steady as the earth beneath him. Elizabeth Parker, to whom he wanted to give his last name. She was dead. Right. James barely even recognized the intruder in his own mind. Liz still took up every open space of thought. No, James muttered. He took a deep, shuddering breath, desperately fighting back for control of his body. Arrow was saying something, but James couldn't hear her. He watched with blurred vision as Amy stood and pointed a finger at Arrow. She yelled something that James couldn't hear and stepped closer. Arrow stepped back and threw her hands up in surrender. Do it! An image of a kitchen knife flashed in James's mind. An image of a rope followed. Then, finally, he saw his girlfriend. Liz looked at him with sad eyes. Her lip quivered slightly, and he saw his own hands go out to hug her. James shook his head. The buzz eased from his ears and his vision cleared. He breathed and tried listening to Era and Amy's conversation. It could be the surrounding area. Era was saying. She dropped to her knees in front of James. The walls of the area are reinforced with a strange substance that may block our tech from being able to hear inside. It will be open. Era made a choking noise. James's eyes were shut, but he knew what he had done. His fist had flown out to hit Era in the stomach. She fell onto her back, struggling to breathe. Her hair fell across her face in a tangled mess. That is what I feel right now, James said in a deep, gravelly tone, breathing heavily. I... I'm sick of you keeping things from me! Whose voice am I hearing? What are you not telling me? Why do I see Liz when I look at you? Voice? Arrow wheezed, lifting herself on her elbows, still trying to get her breath back. You see Elizabeth? Evie asked abruptly. She was floating upside down, playing with Amy's hair, who looked amused. She had a look of thinly veiled curiosity resting on her face. Ensley was standing there watching quietly. Not all the time, James specified looking at Evie. Then he turned to Era. But when you grabbed me to stop me from insulting Samuel, when you walked up behind us earlier, I even thought I saw you when I was barely conscious in the infirmary. Era sat up straight and put her hands out in front of her as if to protect herself from any more of James's outbursts. I have the power to change my appearance into what people want to see. I did use it to calm you down when facing the master, but he interrupted my power. Era said quickly. But you shouldn't see my ability when I don't use it. Only mighty beings can activate or deactivate others' abilities. Ensley said. But it takes years of training. You shouldn't be able to do it by accident. I sometimes see Liz. Amy said. Other times I see our uncle. Evie returned to the ground and put her hand on Amy's shoulder. You guys don't have an uncle, Ensley stated calmly. Amy looked towards Ensley's single eye. Yes, we do. Our father's brother was like our father for the first few years of our lives, Amy said. She sounded as confused as ever. James stood up. He offered Era his hand. Wait, if you made me change as well, Era began, addressing Amy, then that means you have the power too. But how? You were never detected, never registered. Era stopped. A smile slowly crept along her face. You can't be tracked. Registered? What does that mean? James felt a rising panic. What power do we have? I don't know what your abilities are yet, but the Master has been tracking you since you were born. He registered you so he can make sure you were safe. But he didn't realize you had a little sister with powers too. 
normally only one child has the gene. It's pretty much a 50-50 chance. We are twins. I'm only a few minutes younger than him, so we would both have the gene. Amy said. But you were born on different days, in, in different years. Ensley said. There was a look of confusion balanced on her normally calm face. Amy smiled. James did too. He couldn't help it. The look on Amy's face when she knew something someone else didn't was priceless. James, glancing around, saw that Evie was smiling at Amy as well. He was born December 31st at 11.58pm, 1999. I was born four minutes later, January 1st at 12.02am, 2000. That New Year's Day was horrible for our mother. The three girls stared in shock. That means no one will be able to tell the difference between you and any other human. Era said. You weren't registered. Only James was. We could send you in, and Lesbo would be none the wiser. No. no, James and Evie said in unison. James shot Evie a look of surprise. We are not putting Amy in danger. Evie growled. Eric gave her a quick side eye. Or any human in danger. Yeah, nice save, Romeo. My point stands. Evie yelled. She jumped into the air and was now hovering above everyone else with her wings fully spread. Her fists were clenched and she was poised in a fighting stance. We are servants. We can't just threaten the lives of a human and- Suddenly her face contorted in pain. Her wings stopped flapping and she fell. The noise she made when she hit the ground was sickening. Evie? Amy was the first to reach her side. She grabbed her shoulder. Evelyn? Let's get her to the facility. Ensley commanded. Something is wrong. Are you leaving without us? Amy asked, looking up from Evie's body. Everyone froze. Amy blushed. Her voice had come out in a whine. You already brought me without permission, James said. Her anxiety is almost as bad as mine. Plus, Lesbo could just grab her from here. It's okay, James. Amy muttered. Mom will expect us home. She is right, Eris said. James, Amy? Ensley began, annoyed. At 1700 hours, Eris will grab you both from your house. 1700 hours? What is that, 5 o'clock? Amy asked. Doing this gives you time to make it seem like you came home from your schooling. Got it? The twins nodded, then the three servants vanished. 